Tonight's share is L'schus Rufur Shalema from Menachem Mendel Ben Gela, Shari Yisrael. A lot of people are sick, so let's have them in mind. Every minute we learn Torah, we get a mitzvah, and we're going to do it in the schus that these sick people should get better soon. Anybody could ask questions if you don't understand. If you do understand, you could also ask questions, okay? You have to ask, we have to start, and then you ask questions. No, ask questions. You got Rufur Shalema? You got it. You got it? Okay. Look at this. Anybody else? Anybody else? Okay. So we have a lot of refuas to give for. So we're going to let everybody on your own have in mind people need refuas and yeshuas and all kinds of good stuff. And all we have to do is enjoy the words. He's going to explain why is the Midah of Bitachon so strong that it can break down the walls, metal, metal walls. Okay? Now if you go ahead and you have a steel wall, and you're going to take your hand, and you're going to try to bust it down. Not, Not going to happen. You'll bust your hand. But what if you have a dynamite? And you take the dynamite, and you throw it against the wall. It's going to blow up the wall. He's telling us that there's something called emuna, which is faith that Hashem created the world. Then there's something called bitachon. Bitachon is bitachon. Bitachon in Israel. Security. Being secure. Living that God loves you. Why should God love you? Because you're His son. Why should God not love you? Because when I'm doing what he wants, very good. Rafi, home run. People think, right, I'm not a tzaddik, I'm not doing what he wants, so I have no right to be secure in God. What if that wasn't true? What if even if you don't do anything right, you had a right to be secure that God is going to be there, it's you and God. Would your life change? Your life would change. Okay, you know Hanukkah's coming up? Twelve guys went out against the whole army. He says they weren't suicide bombers. Our nation, we're not suicide bombers. Twelve people going out against an army? But if you are twelve people going out against an army of 20,000, 100,000, a million, you're only twelve people, but you have a nuclear weapon, then who do you think is going to win? They believe that they went out with God. If you really believe that God is, is there, and you really believe that God is with you, Better than a nuclear weapon. But don't they pray to the same God as us? They do. And they get help from them, because obviously they're not doing that at all. Well, I don't know. The Greeks, I don't know what they did in those days. Hmm? The Greeks Arabs. The Arabs do. Yeah, they pray to God, and then they're but successful. They're not the chosen people. God gave us a message. They believe, right? Christians believe the Old Testament. What's the story? God took a little group of people out of Mitzrayim, took them around the mountain, and what did He tell them? They believe this also. Even though all of the Christians, most of the world, believe in the Old Testament, they believe that the Jewish people are the chosen people. They say, we lost it. We didn't. We know that God said, Anoichi Hashem Elekecha. I am God who created the world. Elekecha. What does that mean? Your God. Who did he say this to? To us. To us, the people around the table. So we understand that that's when he changed everything. He said, I created everything. Created the cows, the grass, I created the goyim, I created everything. The moon, the sun. But you, I am your God. He only said that to us. He said to us when we were in Mitzrayim, Ahafti Eskam Amr Hashem. I love you. Bani Bechayri Yisrael. Yisrael is my Bechar, my beloved. Why? Why did God love us more than someone else? Because of Avraham, Yitzchak, Yaakov. Let's leave that on the side. Bottom line is, we are the chosen people. Now, we believe that we have a right 
with God, to have faith in Him, and to have faith and security that He is with us and He's going to help us even when we don't do what we are supposed to do. This is what He's going to prove. This is authentic Judaism right here. When a person does accomplishes something with his energy, when a person is accomplishing only based on his strength, he can only do what his strength allows him to do. You go to the gym, if you can lift 150 pounds, you get to 150 pounds. If you can lift 200 pounds, you can lift 200 pounds. But there's a limit. And what is the limit? Whatever you can do. That's because you are trying to accomplish something based on your power. Aval. But if you're trying to accomplish something with powers that are supernatural, if we know how to plug into the supernatural, right, we all go when, when someone's sick or someone's suffering, we go to a tzaddik, chacham, you go somewhere. Why? Because we believe that he knows how to tie into a supernatural power. We think we can't. So we go to someone who we know can, but we believe it at the end of the day. Someone's sick, you go to a Rebbe, you say, Rebbe, please. And there are so many stories, whether it's Sephardi, Mizrahi, Israeli, American, Litvish, doesn't matter. Everyone knows the story, they went to the Tzaddik, and the Tzaddik says, the baby will live, and the baby lived, you'll have a baby, right? We all know that. How does he do it? He's human flesh and blood just like you. You might even be taller and stronger than him. So how did he accomplish it? You have a guy who wants to kill you. You go to a Rebbe, a short little guy. Save me that they shouldn't kill me. Why? Go to a big, tough, seven-foot bouncer. But the little Rebbe is tapping into supernatural. What's Anushim? Al-Anushim, above manly powers. L'mala menateva, supernatural. Ve'emuna obitachan, he says, heim l'mala menakachas Anushim. Is it normal for you to look at something, at a problem, and say... Based on reality, I'm only going to get this and this. But I'm going to have faith in God that something will change. Is that normal? No. It's a supernatural power. When you tap into that supernatural power, it's infinite. If you believe and you tap into this faith that even though I can only lift 200 pounds, but with God next to me, I can lift an unbelievable amount of pounds. Avram Avinu went and fought against the four kings who were stronger than the five kings. It says that he threw sand and it turned into arrows. Avram Avinu knew that he's going to fight and he had God on his side. I don't think in the history of the world we could understand what that means like we can today. A little suitcase, right? A little suitcase could destroy the whole New York City, correct? A little nuclear suitcase... An atom bomb can destroy Hiroshima, millions of people. So now we understand more than ever in the history of the world, supernatural. We understand that, you know, tell this, tell this story to someone 2,000 years ago, where they used to fight, and one guy had an axe, and the other guy had an axe, and a, and, and a shield, and a shield. And that's it. Ten against ten. It was even. Technology. Now we got technology to understand that ten people, right, can hit a button and can win a million people. He's saying that we have the power. Can win a million people? Can beat a million people, sure. Can kill them. You can kill a million, oh, a million, a million terrorists if you have a nuclear weapon. He's telling us that Amuna and Bitochen is nuclear. 
Everybody knows this Chazal. How did we get out of Mitzrayim? And what's Chus? Neschus of Emuna in faith. Look what he says. When it says that we get out of Mitzrayim and Neschus of having faith in God, you know why it says that? Because we didn't have anything else. It doesn't say we had a lot of good stuff going for us, we were pretty good, we were pretty decent Jews, we kept Shabbos once in a while, we put on film once in a while, but also, Emuna, that's what did it. No, it says, you know what? We only had the schus of Emuna because we were not good Jews. And Emuna was enough to get out of Mitzrayim. Mishum she'emuna hi lemala me'akoiches hativim. Emuna is above natural power. Va'al yoda, and through that, emuna, faith in God, mamshichin gu'ula shihi lamalam in And through faith in God, you can get more than your natural teva. That's emuna. Bitachin is security in God. Having security in God is even higher than faith in God. Shemizchazik bibitachin afilu, read the next words. Afilu, kasha yoidea, she'enoi hogun, ve'enoi kedai. What do these words mean? Even if you're not worth it. Ta-da! Bitochen is that you are mischazeg with bitochen. You, you get yourself strong, strengthen yourself, that you know, Einoi hagun, I am not good. The Einoi I'm not I'm not asking God, give me what I deserve. I'm saying, God, I do not deserve this. And I still can rely that you're going to help me. How? And why? And how do we get this? Well, we have seven pages left. But you got to go after 20 minutes, you know what I'm saying? So maybe you just won't know. The more that a Jew awakens within himself this character trait of bitachin, of relying on God, with more yeser se'es, more and more, the more faith you have in God, the more He will step up to the plate and you will be able to see Him and live with Him and deserve that He will help you. God created in every Jew natural energy power. Imam with them whom Through that natural power, you can pass through everything that you need in the natural world. When you need a miracle for these people that you wanted to save with the refuah, you need a miracle. Above natural tendencies, the only way to get into the natural refuah. Natural miracles, the above natural miracles, the above natural parnasa, the above natural where you want things to happen in your life for you and for your loved ones, that is above natural is only one thing. I know that you're up there, God, and I believe that you care about me and you love me, and I'm relying on you to help me. You can rely on God. The more that you rely on God, the more, the more He will pull through for you. The source of bitachon, of security in God, is a love. He's not talking about awakening your love for God. Remember how much God loves you. When you awaken in yourself, we don't do this. We think God hates us. We think God has a gripe against us. We think God's pissed off at us. But God said to us when we had no mitzvahs, when we were in Mitzrayim, Is anybody here... And I need to know this, because, you know, this is important for me. Does anybody here think that they are worse off than an idol worshiper? They're worse off. In a madrega. I, a lot of us think that we're very low. Maybe we don't keep Shabbos. 
Anybody here worse off than bowing down? It's a pretty big one. It's a pretty big one. You know what it's like? You know what it's like? If you're married, and you're just one bad thing, you cheat on your wife. Just one bad thing. Everything else is good. You bring home a check, you're very nice, just one bad thing. When you bow down to a tree and say, you created the world, you control my life, that is the same thing as cheating on God. That's the worst thing. True or false? Cheating on God. Saying that there's something else that created the world, something else that controls the world, there's nothing worse than that. Saying, God, I believe in you and I love you, but I'm struggling with something and I'm falling. Okay, we're human. The more that we recognize how much God loves us, that is going to awaken from down here God's love to us, and then it awakens above in Hashem's love for us. Everybody knows that God is going to give you how much money you're going to get this year. We all believe that. So everybody has the same question. How much, how much ishtadlus do you need to give compared to how much bracha you're going to get? And you always say, B'Shem Hashem Naseh V'Nazliach. B'Shem Hashem is nice, but you have to be Naseh. You have to do. But everybody knows the guy, guy's working very hard and he's supposed to go to Davin, but he's working, so he skips Davening. And everyone, the rabbi says, listen, if you believe that God's giving you the money, why do you miss Davening? Oh, no, I can't Davin Shachar, so I can't put on Tefillin. I'm in a rush. I can't do this mitzvah, right? We're always struggling. If we believe that God's going to give you money, we have to believe. We have to still have to work. But how much work do I need to do? Can I work half a day? Can I work a quarter of a day? How much work do I need? How much bitachan can I have that God will give me the money? You know that whatever money you're going to make this year was written by God at the beginning of the year. That's what we believe. How come there are poor people that still try? Because no is also an answer. For whatever reason, and we're not going to understand this ever, certainly not in the next ten minutes because you've got to leave, right? Bottom line is that God, sometimes the answer is no. Sometimes people pray and they die. Sometimes people pray and they go bankrupt. But whatever was going to happen, we believe, is written in the beginning of the year, somewhat, and you have a chance to take it out. It's like if I put $50,000 into your bank account, and I tell you that if you go to work, and you're a good boy, that's what you can make. You still have to do your ishtadlis. But there's a whole question, how much do you have to do compared to how much you're going to get? If you're supposed to make hundred grand this year and you don't go to work, you're not going to get the money. So how much work do you need to do? Do you need to work overtime? Do you need to work two jobs? That's the question that the world struggles with. It's not just about Parnosa. Everybody think to themselves one thing that you want. Something that you want. You know you've got to try to work for it. You've got to try to get it. But you know that if God doesn't want you to have it, you're not going to have it. But if God wants you to have it, you'll have it, but you may still have to work. How much do you have to try? How many times do you have to go knocking on that door to ask that person for a favor? How much effort do you have to make? You got the question? But we get confused because we do over Most of us. I know I do. A lot of times I stop myself and I say, you already negotiated, you already called this thing, you already, you already did your work, what are you doing now? Yeah, you're pushing, you did your ishtadlis, okay? You should, you, should go to, you should go to Davamarav now, you should go do a mitzvah now, you should go give a shit, you should go learn, you should go home and spend time with the kids. Whatever it is, right? No, 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 I gotta make one more phone call, I gotta call this guy and this guy and this guy, over ishtadlis, because I don't really believe, I think that God's saying, listen, Avi, I'd love to give you this, but I really need your help. You know, God needs my help. So how much do I have to do? Listen to what he says. Umikan Shuva, there's the response, the answer, Lishaila, how you do it, to the famous Shaila, as Baruch said. Could I have faith, security in God, only if I do my Ishtadlus, or even without? 
And listen to what he says. Brilliant answer. Like I explained in a different place. It depends on you. It depends on you. If you really have 100% security in God, really, really deep, 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 you don't need to work at all. Zero is godless. If you have 75% betachin, 25% is godless. 50% betachin, 50% is godless. 25% betachin, 75% is godless. Zero. Because bottom line is, when the bill comes, you you know, you feel it. You've, are you sweating? Are you nervous? I think I got to work like 20 hours a day. <laughs>